Kitra Lakute Maharan, 1, lesson number 60, 12. There exists a trust of the other side, which is described by the phrase, the trust of the unfaithful, Proverbs twenty-five nineteen. By joining together holy couples for the purpose of procreation, which in turn is associated with trust and with the kidneys, which are organs of procreation, as in, her husband's heart trusts in her, Proverbs thirty-one eleven. The trust of the other side is thereby shattered like an earthenware dish. This is alluded. This idea is alluded to by the custom of breaking an earthenware dish at the time a wedding match is made, and is expressed in the verse, "Because you put your trust in fraud and corruption, therefore, this sin will be for you like a crumbling breach in a high wall. It will break the way a potter's vessel is mercilessly smashed." and there will not be found among its pieces a shard big enough to carry a coal for the fire. Isaiah thirty twelve to 14 Let us explain this idea in a little more detail. The essence of the attribute of trust is that a person should trust in God and do good. As it is written, trust in God and do good. Psalms 37, 3 In other words, a person should not be distracted from his Torah study and his spiritual devotions due to worries and preoccupation over his livelihood. Rather, he should engage in Torah study and devotion, and he should trust that God will sustain him all the days of his life. If he does not possess the level of trust necessary to divorce himself entirely from worldly affairs, and he also wishes to engage in a trade or in a craft, he should nonetheless set fixed times for Torah study pray at the proper time, and so on, and he should not worry or be distracted by worries over his livelihood. Instead, he should trust in God. Furthermore, regarding giving charity, performing acts of kindness, and spending money to fulfill mitzvot, a person should have trust in God that he will supply him with what he lacks, and that for this thing, charity, God will bless him. Deuteronomy 15.10 Even if a person himself knows that his deeds are not what they should be, he should still not fall from his trust because of this, saying, Who am I to trust in and to rely on God after I have done so much wrong? Rather, he should trust in God's inexhaustible loving kindness and in his compassion, which never ceases, trusting that God will have compassion on him and will sustain and support him too, because God is good to all. Psalms 145.9 A person should not trouble himself with worries and preoccupation over his livelihood due to his own sense of inferiority, Instead, whoever he is, he should fortify himself with trust, since his intention is for the sake of heaven. This type of approach is known as holy trust. On the other hand, when a person involves himself in any sort of shady dealings, God forbid, not to mention when he steals or cheats or engages in any sort of falsification or lies, or if he sells merchandise outside of the country when the government has forbidden it, and then he trusts that God will save him and help him to complete his illegal transactions undetected? This is the trust of the other side, which is described by the phrase, the trust of the unfaithful, and by the verse, because you put your trust in fraud and corruption. This sort of trust is like a broken earthenware dish, which has no hope for success. Even a person who engages in trade on a scale that is significantly larger than he is really capable of, and who borrows extensively from numerous people, and then he trusts that God will help him to conclude his business profitably, this too is the trust of the other side. Instead, a person must maintain strong trust that even if he does not run such a large business, nevertheless God will sustain him as is fitting. 
The intelligent person will be able to infer a great deal from these words of ours about how to flee from the trust of the other side, which is antithetical to the Torah, and how to strengthen himself in holy trust, no matter how inferior a person he may be.